0: Hello and welcome to Brentwood Stories. I am DJ. I'm Sam. And I'm Celia.
1: (laughs) Hey Celia, welcome to the show. (laughs) Welcome. Excited to be here today. So Celia, you work for the Brentwood Public Library. Can you tell us a little bit how you got started here? Uh, A friend of mine was working in circulation part-time and she said there was an opening available so I left Job that I was at in childcare, and I came to Brownwood Public Library and I've been here for over 25 years. Wow. So did you work in the circulation department? I have worked in every single department within the library, I think with the exception of the children's department. So I've worked in programming. I started out in circulation, went to computer services, and then to programming, and then outreach and working with the adult and children's departments in outreach, in and out of the library. So you originally worked in child care and then left the library, no, left there to become the library and then moved to the children's department? Correct. Wow. I used to be an assistant director of summer camps. Mm. Wow. Oh, that's
0: so cool. So what kind of outreach do you typically do around here? What are some of the avenues that you branch into?
1: Originally, when I was in circulation, I was in charge of the pages after a few years. And we started taking in kids from Brentwood High School across the street for community service credit that they needed to graduate. And then we were approached by the Suffolk County Probation Department to facilitate uh, community service for probation so that our teens in the community wouldn't go to jail in lieu (laughs) of doing their community service. A lot of kids make mistakes. All of us make mistakes. Celia's made a lot of mistakes (laughs) over time. And so we always try to erase those mistakes. A lot of the kids were unable to complete their probation due to lack of transportation. So it was ideal that we facilitated that community service here at Brentwood Library since the high school was so close. And then we went on to hire many of the kids who came on probation. Some, uh, one or two still work here, anonymous, and uh, many have gone off to college, but Brentwood Library saved Suffolk County over a quarter million dollars. That's you know, amazing. in car- Incarceration fees. We led the program for eight years. We had 62 students who completed community service, and out of those 62, 50 graduated from high school, and many were failing working at the library a lot of teens don't realize a lot of educational skills research skills that you learn while you're working here and in addition to that the partnerships with our librarians who help them out and educate them help them with their their college applications and essays and um, just a, a great program we had 35 out of the 62 who went to college 12 to continuing education And we have a doctor who graduated from medical school about four years ago. I'm glad a lot of them were able to turn it around. They really did. And that really was the key to Brentwood Library digging deep into community service. And we started a partnership with the special education department at Mm -hmm. Brentwood High School. And we hired um, teens from the special education department several who are still working here. They've been here for over 10 years. Nice little pension there. It's great. (laughs) So, So that's how we started. And then we branched out the American Red Cross. I've been with the American Red Cross for about 17 years. And that started here. It was a group of community leaders that met and trained here at Brentwood Library to run Brentwood High School in an emergency. As a matter of fact, our Board member Gail Kirkham, mm-hmm. who since deceased, was part of that team and responded during uh, Hurricane Irene and Tropical Storm. And, excuse me. Tropical Storm, Irene, and Hurricane Sandy. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And now you do everything with the American you, Red Cross. Oh, it? yeah. I, am a, I have worked everything. my way up. Yes, I'm an instructor. I am now a manager of the disaster teams that respond on Long Island, a little sliver of Jersey and Connecticut and upstate. And I'm on the mass casualty team. We deploy all over the country. So I do a lot for the American Red Cross, but I also work a lot within our community. Oh. And I love working at Brentwood Library because it kind of matches in outreach all of the different types of community service that we do in the community with all our community partners that we use here at the library and in the American Red Cross. Yep. And we love having you here because I Absolutely. feel safer when you're in the
0: building. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know you work... With a lot of outreach, with a lot of different organizations, yes. uh, would you mind name dropping a few of them just so that we could see the broad scope of all the ones that we work with?
1: Well, in g- continuing with Brentwood High School, we, we started out as New York State mentors and we were mentoring, staff members were mentoring students at Hemlock Park Elementary School and they select generally the kids who really are in need. Desperately of a mentor who were failing, who were not staying on track, so I did that several years and then we expanded, we were the first high school on Long Island to participate in My Brother's Keeper, an initiative created by former President Barack Obama to really get kids of color to the finish line, to get them to graduate from high school and move on to college And that is where I really found a really good niche of mixing the library and the kids from the high school when we do projects together. And that steamrolled into a big partnership with Pronto of Long Island and our seed library. So our our students from My Brother's Keeper, we work with Pronto. We have a, every year we, we celebrate a day of service, Martin Luther King's birthday at Pronto of Long Island, distributing food and clothing, and resources, and the library partnered this year, and we cleaned up the Pronto garden along with my brother's keeper, and we planted seeds here at Brentwood Library. We put them in the windowsills of teen services, and then the students planted them at Pronto. So now their summer program students are harvesting the crops from the seeds that we received from Brentwood (laughs) Library, and they're distributing salad and tomatoes a bounty of cherry tomatoes and and cucumbers and and herbs and we're waiting now for our pumpkins and our strawberry <laughs> popcorn <laughs> so that we can uh pop some popcorn maybe for a movie night yeah down the line. Cool. so, so i'm excited to, like, about that harvest the corn and then dry, dry it, it, it out yes pop. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be pink because it's strawberry popcorn mm-hmm. i'm very excited about
0: it. Very incredible
1: um, Barbie Summer. So Pronto of Long Island is a big partner. They uh, advertise our programs. We spend some time there telling about the services that are available at Brentwood Library. Uh, also, we have local uh, partnerships with the EOC. We work with job and career counseling with them. We have our legal team from Toro College, which are phenomenal. We're here on Tuesdays generally from 2 to 5. Um, who really help people immeasurably. It's so expensive to get a lawyer, so that free legal help is just an incredible resource. We're working now with Latina Sisters on September 30th. We're having a a huge conference here at the library where they're going to have real-time services, actual evaluation of your children with special needs, mammogram vans, some medical testing, just all kinds of stuff going on actual dentist coming little dental van oh, wow. to do some checkups in the parking lot so it's, it's going to be a lot of activity so we partner with so many different groups here and coming up soon we have our uplift gaming tournament we partner with uplift uh gruntwood and they also have the clean streets as an offshoot and we spend uh, one day a year cleaning up the entire community we generally collect about 10 tons of garbage in that just that one day with all the volunteers. And they also put on gaming tournaments here at the library. So we have one coming up in November. They're great events. Mm -hmm. I
0: always love to see how much you can get done with outreach and like all the different services we've been able to offer because we go out into the community and make these connections with people oh it's a two-way street
1: because they utilize you know they advertise a lot of our services that we have available here and and it's a partnership and, and it's a great partnership with so many different organizations mean, um, recently i went to that egg hunt at one of the <laughs> elementary schools and it was well one first of all everyone knows celia like, you go somewhere, oh. and they're all like, oh, you know the lady that works at the <laughs> library? And I'm like, Celia? Yeah, I know her. <laughs> but it was so nice to, like, go out into the community and, like, see these kids. And, like, I was there for the seed library, so I, like, gave them a bunch of seeds. And then, like, I only had, like, a certain amount with me. And then I was like, oh, there's more at the library. And then literally that day, I saw, like, three, four families, like, right back at the library. And right after <laughs> I saw them, it was like, like, oh, I know you. Hello.
0: I got to say, I love how much Celia gets all of us involved. In the outreach in different ways, like I do the bookmarks and stuff like that. All of us have a little piece
1: of the pie of what goes on in Brentwood Library and the services we provide and the materials that we can really share in the programs, especially our our new makerspace down here on the lower level. Um, I get from DJ samples because it's hard to describe what goes on in that room. And to be able to show people engraved items or items printed on the 3D printer, it's just amazing. And even more amazing was the wonderful piece that was created for Unity Day in Sable this past weekend. Kind of like I don't know how we would describe it, like a totem pole, a piece project. Pole. Yeah. It was wonderful. We we received so many compliments
0: for the piece. We're it just,
1: people were just amazed that it was created here in our lives. So cool. I mean, Tevin and Justin did a great job designing it, and then like, like I gotta say, they got all the credit because like oh yeah, we just put it into the machine and the machine does it. But like it came out so pretty
0: yes i'm very happy with how it came out uh we did a lot of work leading up to it too doing different tests on different materials
1: it all came together now it's beautiful but we just have so many services and items that people don't even know they can check out people kind of flip out when i'm out at outreach and i tell them they can check out a sewing machine oh yeah or fishing pole in the tackle box they're like the tackle box too yes all you need is bait (laughs) And you're all set. Uh, so it's exciting to to have people come into the library and see what the library has to offer. But a
0: lot of that, too, is seeing what we can bring out into the community. Yes. That drum up that interest.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll be at uh, Salsafest in two weeks. And um, right. bringing some of those items to show people. So it'll be very exciting. Yeah, I hope very more nice. people learn that like we have things here for them. And if not, then we can figure out how to get it here. We have a lot of back-to-school events coming up, and we'll have Brentwood Library tables there. Come and pick up some flyers and learn what you can do with the library. We'll have lots of erasers on the table because we all make mistakes, I say. So come and pick up some erasers for school. But learn what the library has to offer and our local community organizations as well.
0: From the different organizations that you work with, I know one of the big ones you work with is the NAACP. Yes. Yeah, would you want to talk about a little of that? Uh, I know we have Black History Month. I mean, it's a little far off. I mean, yeah, for now it's but we've already started planning it. Planning it. Um, <laughs> it feels like it's just starting now, and I'm like, oh yeah, it is still August.
1: They yes. have such wonderful programs. They have their backpack giveaway coming up this Saturday in Brentwood Library, and we'll have a huge table at that event. They run so many wonderful, large scale events in our community. Being a low wealth community the resources that they have to distribute to the community. They will give out probably a 1,000 backpacks that day, and each backpack will contain over $200 worth of items in each backpack. So it is one of the larger-scale activities in our community. So they run so many cultural programs and dance programs for students, and everyone is welcome in the uh, Islip Town NAACP. They'll be here for our, you know, partnering with us, with, you know, some of the programs that we're going to have for our our Black History Month celebration. I believe it's going to be on February 3rd, correct? Mm -hmm. Here in the auditorium at the library, and there's going to be dance and poetry and food. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's always such a wonderful celebration. It's one of the larger ones in the town of Islip, and it's very well attended.
0: I gotta say, though, too, like that number to the thousand backpacks about, I graduated in a class of about 250, so that's about four years worth of students.
1: a little overwhelming it's, it's yeah it's an event that it encompasses all of the town of iceland but you have to realize in brentwood we have over seventeen thousand students oh yeah and we are a low wealth district and, and parents sometimes just can't afford some of those basic supplies so it's really important that yeah they have the information that they need to go out into the community to secure some supplies they can look on our events page on the library website i've listed all of them there on our Bulletin boards and can call reference for anything they need.
0: <laughs> I just find that so cool, though, that yeah. that helps like about four years worth of students oh, when yeah. you think about it. Yeah. Like, absolutely.
1: Brentwood is a pretty big school, though. I was, how is it nine or ten schools? Yeah, uh, no, dear, we
0: have many, away, many more than that.
1: More. We have about sixteen, and that doesn't include.
0: Do we 30? have an idea of the size of the last graduating class?
1: It was several thousand, but just to put it in perspective, Brentwood. School district is the largest school district in New York State outside of New York City. so it is very
0: large. It is a large
1: community. When I graduated from Brentwood High School in 1980, and in my freshman year, we actually had split shifts. So you went to school from six to twelve or one to six because we had no space. Oh wow! So um, that was an adventure for a lot of families. what did you do? Six to twelve or one to six? I did that wonderful twelve to 1 to 6 shift, and it was wonderful. Your parents couldn't send you to bed early for school because you didn't have to go to 1. You got to stay up late, sleep late, and get out of school if you played a sport. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I played every season. (laughs) But I enjoy working and living in our community. I've been in Brentwood for over 50 years. My son graduated from Brentwood High School. He works at Bloomberg
0: Radio and TV.
1: Just a, a great district. Great yeah. educators.
0: I would say I've, I've worked at a lot of different libraries, and I'd say Brentwood is by far my favorite community I've worked for.
1: And people are just, like, nice to meet
0: Yeah, everyone's they're, very they're, grateful. They're
1: grateful. They just really enjoy being at the library. If you have come to any of our concerts or, you know, programs here at the library, they're very well attended.
0: Oh, yeah. And the community has gotten... Know like all of us very well over the years. I mean, clearly with Celia, everyone knows Celia. People
1: like I'll go out and be like, you know, the person who's in charge of the library, and I'm like, oh, our director? No, the lady. (laughs) 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 Celia, yes, I know Celia. I know exactly who you're talking about. Can we talk about Celia Bulmer Day? Because I think that's so impressive.
0: Oh yeah,
1: back in, hmm, I think it was around 2014, I received uh, an award from the Brentwood Boy Scouts, I was nominated for the Whitney M. Young Junior Service Award from the Urban League. It had never been distributed on Long Island. And the goal of the award was to recognize people who had involvement in the development, implementation of scouting opportunities for youth in rural or low-income communities. So through the American Red Cross, I would train for free all the scouts and all their required. First aid, CPR, wilderness, tried to encourage scouting. So so through them, I received the Whitney M. Young Junior Service Award and the town of Brookhaven named December 3rd, the day I received the award as Celia Homer Day in the town of Brookhaven. So, so I, love I take off December 3rd every year and do something fun. And we celebrate Celia Day. <laughs> And so nice. I, like the I love you it. Your own day. I think that's the coolest award probably that I've ever received outside of the NAACP award I received their Legacy Award from Martin Luther King III. That's and awesome. That is an amazing. What other awards have you received? Because you're like one of the coolest. More. <laughs> I have the highest award in the American Red Cross, the Clara Barton Award.
0: What um, is the Clara Barton
1: Award? It's for outstanding service. Decades
0: oh. of service in America, mm-hmm. of
1: course. So how long have you been with them? I have been with them for about 17 years. Uh, you know, I have 25 years here at Brentwood Library. I, I see retirement on the horizon, but I know that I will just continue on with service to our community and working harder with other organizations community mm-hmm. organizations. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of great organizations. There's not a time in the day for me to volunteer for
0: all of them. As much as I never want to see you go, I think (laughs) it would be amazing, like the work you can do outside of the building. Oh, absolutely. Like within the organizations.
1: My mother always told us when we were younger, we didn't always have money, but you have time. And you can donate your time to organizations, even when you don't have the funds to donate more money. And that time was more important. For many organizations than financial donations. And so I followed in her footsteps. So you, are, you are such a kind soul. Yeah. And everybody was going to be true. Like, you're going to leave here. and like, we're going to cry. We're going to see you because will yeah. be here all You're going to be here all the time. I feel like I'm going to see you more when you retire eventually than I do now. Because, like, now you're like, oh, I'm at this event. I'm doing this thing. <laughs> I'm a reader. And I think they were saying things behind my back during COVID because they had so many books they had to keep checking in and checking and putting on library timeout, you know, (laughs) during quarantine. Because I am a reader, I can read a book a night um, while I'm on call or, you know, just that's how I relax from volunteer work or stress from emergency events that I respond to. Reading has been a big part of my life ever since I was a young child. Always how you got will the be. library. Yeah,
0: that's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> It's the perfect match. It's always like a story, like, oh, how did you
0: get here? Everyone has their how do you find yourself in this profession field? Well,
1: I was a serious book reader as a little kid and we couldn't afford books. Mm-hmm. And so I stole books occasionally. Mm-hmm. And so it was very interesting that I started supervising community service for probation. <laughs> <laughs> And I would tell the kids at least I didn't get caught. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to think which one of our uh, other guests had that same like similar thing. Was it Gary or Buddy?
1: I was definitely Buddy.
0: Buddy definitely <laughs> <when he laughs> talked about <laughs> stealing buddy books. Her, that was his.
1: Um... <laughs> oh, Buddy! I know Buddy. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I didn't know that about Buddy. We love buddy. buddy. He talked to us like literally. He told me the story twice because when I called him for the interview and then when he came on, was like, "I have to tell you about the time I took a book from the library." <laughs> yes. And, he just kept like stealing pages out of it so he would return the book but it would have less and less pages every time so he'd like take the photo and like put it up <laughs> on the wall so finally the head of circulation was just like you can keep this book like, it's it's yours i fell in love in elementary school with what we would know as the little house on the you know oh, yeah, the series you know but it was a little house in the woods and that was the first book i
0: stole <laughs> oh, do you yeah.
1: find that you read a book more than once rarely I read a book more than once. It's uh, I do read a lot of nonfiction, which a lot of people don't. Uh, yeah. But I do like to keep up for my, my my Brother's Keeper group and just you know, looking at our community demographics and some of the things that we can do to improve our society and help teens, children. Uh, so I do read a lot of nonfiction. But those I will reread over and over again. I'm getting into a little poetry, really. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. and then I read fiction just mm-hmm. to decompress. Decompress, yeah. Yeah, I find like nonfiction, yeah, because it's, I'm still like in school, so like I'm always like highlighting and reread those that are like school not mm-hmm. But fiction books, I will never read more than once. I feel no, like I remember. I them. rarely, yeah. yeah, I rarely will read.
0: I'm going to be real controversial. I hate reading. <laughs>
1: okay, get out. We're
0: going to learn. I was an English major in college and it ruined reading for me.
1: And I have to have a physical book. Yeah. Oh, I don't like. The oh, I love books. an e-book. Because if I have an e-book and I don't like who's reading the book. It turns oh, out to on an audio book. Yeah, oh, you're no. talking about. No, I'm yeah, yeah. audio books. Audio books. But, but I like a physical book in my hands. See, that's how I used to, like, when I was younger, like, I would buy all my books. Like, I didn't come to the library until I started working here. But then, as I got older, I became more, like, tree conscious. Like, now I'm like, oh my god, the poor book, I can't read it.
0: (laughs) I just stopped being able to afford it, so...
1: (laughs) Some women would hide clothes and shoes from their husband. I'd hide books. <laughs> I didn't want him to know how much I was spending on books. That's what I'm saying. Books are so expensive. That's why, like, yeah. come to the library. Yeah. Yes. Like, you might have to wait if it's like super popular, but we have so many things you can read in the interim. My husband would say, Look how much money we're saving. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really, I mean, because the books have really blown up the last yeah. year, especially with like book talk and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's a $40 book. Yeah. yeah. It's free at the library. I mean, mm-hmm. And if you're not going to reread it, exactly. No. You're only reading it one
0: time. For my degree, we'd have to read, like, per class, it was like 10 to 12 books. And then you're taking five classes a semester. So yeah. that adds up so much. Yeah. So I was at the library. I mean, I've been at the library always since high school. <laughs> it's just, I started using my card more. Okay.
1: <laughs> this semester coming up, I had like 15 books, like, I needed and I yeah. have only two are like textbook textbooks all the other books I was able to find through the library that's awesome. you know, like online like so if you don't have you can't you know your textbook's expensive you might be able to find it that's <laughs> right you can also that's always
0: right. take to the open seas
1: that's right well this winter with the My Brother's Keeper crew We're going to be offering financial game nights that we play here at the library, children's department. It's for the whole family. We come together, we play Monopoly and Life and other games, and then we raffle off money games to the kids. So we usually have guest game players. This past year, we had emergency service workers. So you got to play your money games with police officers, firemen, Red Cross, and ambulance workers. So you never know who's going to show up. Game mm-hmm. oh. night. Money game night at the Brantley like Library. The game Alliance. Right? Yeah. Mm hmm. So, like, yeah. yeah. Anything that involves money. Yeah, there was one game. I don't know what it was called. It was like my old boss made us play it, and it was like, you have to get a track at stocks. It was like so complicated. It was like so cool. It's like, oh, this is how money works. So, <laughs> Celia, before we end, is there anything else you want to tell us about? How impressive you are?
0: Because <laughs> you are. Yes. <laughs> Talk it up.
1: I just always try to encourage anybody that I encounter to, to look at your community and, and give back. You know, volunteering the community, even just a couple of hours a month, can do so much good. The idea that October we have the great give back. That's right. And there aren't too many things that adults usually do, but we are going to have um, flyers at the reference desk of all the uh, like adult volunteer opportunities in Stuff awesome. County, like their phone numbers. So mm-hmm. People want to get involved and they're like, oh, but I'm not a teen. I can't do it at the library. That's okay. We have places for you to go. There are so Mm -hmm. many places in our community. For the first time, we're seeing families come out and helping out in the garden at Pronto. Mm -hmm. That's been a big thing. People are really, ever since COVID, especially, growing their own vegetables and herbs and really getting into Mm gardening. I love to see
0: that. You heard it here. If you're looking for any opportunity to volunteer... Just come to the library and ask for Celia. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> she'll, she's to, got you she's covered. Very... <laughs> she's very busy, but we know that retirement's on the horizon. So...
1: That's, <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> and we'll be full throttle all over the place.
0: And she'll still be here yeah. whenever. So.
1: Apparently, she's going really yeah. to So, <laughs> Celia, thank you for joining us. Yes,
0: thank you so much.
1: Are you interested in being interviewed on Brentwood Stories? Email Adult Programs at BrentwoodNYLibrary.org for a chance to be featured on the podcast. That's Adult Programs at
0: BrentwoodNYLibrary.org.